Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, DungeonsAndDaddies.com slash live. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the description. At the tone, please record your voice message. Hey, Carol, it's Daryl. Uh, nothing, no, no concern. Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> we haven't found Grant yet, but I will any minute now, I'm sure. I just thought maybe I missed a call from you since um, I lost my phone. But, you know, good old Daryl's always prepared and he's got a backup. <laughs> he said it was dumb to have two phones. But, well, anyways, the top right corner of the fridge has this number. It's on that list of all the important numbers. Um, haven't found Grant yet, but we did find Henry's kids. So, you know, those little scamps didn't get very far. And uh, they're pretending to be a lord of chaos. Or, or something or another. They're getting a little bit of trouble, but, you know, everything's fine. Daryl's got it under control. I'll give you a call uh, once I find Grant, which will probably be any second now, so don't worry about it. Um, hope you're doing fine. Hope Darnell's doing fine. No, you wouldn't know why Darnell's doing fine. Don't worry about it. I love you. I miss you. And, yep, oh, gotta go. Bye. Love you. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, a D&D podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in a quest to rescue their sons. My name is Freddie Wong, and I play Glenn Close, uh, dad rock bar dad. And uh, <laughs> you know what? The fun fact this week is going to be this. Uh, we found out that all of the spells in D&D make for really good band names. So, <laughs> hi, I'm Glenn Close, and I'm the lead singer of Dissonant Whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's really good. That's very good. <laughs> I'm Matt Arnold, and I play Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad. And uh, the only woman I've ever kissed besides my best friend Carol was her older sister, Stacy. After <gasps> some, <gasps> When did that happen? Of the cross. Well, I was the Roman guard, and she played Mary Magdalene, of course. And... Uh, <laughs> I hadn't oh met God. Carol yet, and she doesn't know about it, and Stacy teases me every uh, Thanksgiving about Holy it. I hope shit. she never finds out. Oh, yeah. drama. I haven't met my wife yet, so. Okay. Wait, what? She's a grade below Daryl. Okay. Yeah, I guess I have so a very wait, specific how old type. Was, how old was Daryl when this happened? This was eighth grade. Was eighth my first grade? Kiss, yeah. Oh, wow. So you and your wife are like middle school sweethearts. Oh, yeah. We're, we're high school sweethearts. We finally oh. got together in high school. Oh, I started so you... dating her in eighth grade when I was a freshman. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so you wait, like never she was in eighth grade, and you were a freshman? Yep. That's gross. It's quite a scandal in our small town. That's fucking nasty. nasty. You're a dirty boy. Daryl's a dirty boy. You're also one of those people who's like never dated anyone else. So you don't know what's out there. Yeah. So you take her for granted. She takes you oh, for granted. Oh, this makes your hideous actions in the sex pit a lot more understandable. <laughs> yeah. hideous, feels, hideous feels very judgy. But <laughs> hey, folks, it's me, Henry Oak, uh, granola dad slash druid, and I am the front man of Thorn Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Beth May, and I've Play Ron Stampler. And oh shit! It's like he was another guy just show oh, up in the room. What happened? Who is that? 
It's Ron. It's me. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Okay, so fun fact about Ron is Ron has a collection of his baby teeth because when he... <laughs> oh, that's Ron <laughs> is he, just a real piece Ron of shit. Ron has a collection of his baby teeth because when he put them under the pillow when he was younger for the tooth fairy, nobody ever picked them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I went from hating Ron to, to like, like oh, no, and I feel really bad for Does Ron. Does Ron have those baby teeth with him on the adventure? That's that's <laughs> for Ron to maybe know because he hasn't <laughs> checked his pockets. But... Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, my name is Anthony Birch. I'm your daddy master, and uh, we're <laughs> mm. recording this at 9 a.m. in the morning, so if I sound a little bit low energy, uh, that's that's why. It's... It's not because I don't love these people, these horrible, horrible dads. Because I, I do. Ch- I changed all your contact information on my phone to say Daddy Master on Facebook. Now you're my Daddy Master. Did you really? Yeah, you're just my Daddy Master from now on. <laughs> well, you are all my children. I'm the Daddy of Daddies. Wow. Which is your somebody- Dad of Dads. <laughs> this is episode four, The Lord of Chaos, part two. Uh, yeah. I guess in a way we have 75% of the information we need to answer your question, Will, which was, which dad has the biggest dong? Uh, Daddy Master, what say you of this of this fight? There is no way on God's green earth that I'm going to describe your dick sizes. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is between you and your horrible Lord Can that I will say, judge you. I was going to say, please, Daddy, but then like you're going to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to roll for dick sizes, you can you be my That would be a good one. Oh. That should no. be what we do. That's good. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not absolute dick sizes. It's relative dick Guys, sizes. Guys, this podcast is getting a little fratty, I have to say. <laughs> All right. Well, Very uh, well, three dads are with their dicks out, but we can't talk about it. Go ahead. Very <laughs> Go well. Ahead, you keep this fucking Puritan Victorian ass podcast. You guys are so lucky I'm here. What would you get accused of otherwise? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think you are here? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Lark and Spiro go, Dad, no! Uh, and now you see that your children are actually in the box seat above you uh, looking down at you and your horrible dick. <laughs> I, that's my boys! That's Lark! Lark! Sparrow! You're the Lord of Chaos? Yeah! <laughs> what, that's great! What, what, in, what in tarnation are you doing up there, young boys? And then, uh, so Lark turns to Sparrow and he goes, I think he's going to be angry. What do you think? Yeah. You're darn tootin' right I'm angry. <laughs> Guards, put them in the dungeon, please. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Lark. Lark. What? what? Don't put daddy and his friends in the dungeon. Okay. Dungeon, please. Um, uh, as he says that, the stadium comes alive with a bunch of people that you thought were just sort of uh, spectators. About two dozen of them jump out with spears and swords and stuff like that and encircle you, the 75% naked group, they point their, their swords at you. Are you going to resist? Are you going to let them take you somewhere? Which is like the tallest one. Like I go up to, I assume the tallest one is in charge. I just, I'm going to go start talking to somebody. Sure. Excuse me, sir. Hi, everyone. If you could just for a second. Can I speak to the manager? Funny story. Are you the manager? <laughs> yeah. I asked this guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Uh, what's your name, sir? My name is Arson. Arson. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Arson. It's me, Henry Oak. Those two boys up there are actually my sons. Uh, it seems like there's been a big misunderstanding, so uh, we need to reunite with them. That's kind of the whole reason we're here. They're not the Lord of, the Ch- of Chaos. Clearly, they're just two mischievous yet talented boys. Um, so I think we need to just kind of maybe discuss this whole situation a little bit. Roll persuasion. I got a three. <laughs> he uh, hits you in the face. 
and you are knocked unconscious. Uh, I definitely don't think I'm resisting this. This is like hands up, dicks out. Daryl Wilson has, uh, now that the rage of battle has subsided, he is ashamed at his naked form. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And the whole time he is slowly putting his clothes back on um, and trying to regain his posture. No, 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 no. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, Keep them where they are. Boys, uh, your father spent a lot of a lot of time coming to find you. We we dangers and 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 everything. And you know what? You, I know you're good boys. You're you're good members of the team. I think uh, I think you should come down here and talk to your old man. Hit him too. <laughs> 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 they uh, they roll. Give me give actually give me a dice. Okay, what uh, d twenty? Yeah, give me a d twenty. Okay, good because I rolled a one. <laughs> I rolled an eighteen. They hit you in the fucking head and you you go out. Oh no! <laughs> are you are, are you two remaining um, going to go with them peacefully for this thing? I'm clearly railroading you into. <laughs> uh, um, L- Lard and Spartacus. Um, that's my new name. I'm taking that now. That's good. That's me. I came up with that. We need spanking back in America. And if you don't release us, I will spank you. Hit him How immediately before he can say more things. He hits you. <laughs> All right, just stoner dad left. Just stone, yeah, he's yeah. I'm definitely seeing three people get clocked. And be like, no thanks. I've been in enough bar brawls in my day to know that uh, you want to live to see the next morning. Okay, actually, since Glenn's awake, I'll give you some more details. Yeah. So you're led intel, baby. You're led. <laughs> so they move you to a tower that is beyond the gladiatorial pit. As you walk in, you see that there's an elevator that goes up, and before you guys enter, you see Lark and Sparrow get inside that elevator and go up. You wait for the elevator to come down. The guards put you on it. And they take you downward. As we're waiting, it's like, this can take forever, right? <laughs> what is this, the local? <laughs> <laughs> As you go down, you can see a floor that has an armory on it. The elevator stops, and a guy holding everybody's stuff, all the weapons stuff, two guys come out, and uh, they're a kobold, a lizard folk, and a guy who looks like a bird. So basically, a bird man, a lizard man, and a goblin man take all of your things and move them into a room that they then lock. Real diverse hiring initiatives here. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, uh, inclusive cult. The elevator <laughs> continues down, and then you find yourself at the prison level. Um, they move all of you into... Uh, Does the elevator have like a little ding when it gets there? It's like, ding. No, but there's the guy who Will was talking to goes like, dong, we're, we're, we're here. Is we there elevator music? Yeah, do they have like a small... Thanks, like, Arson. Yeah. <laughs> do they have like a small guy like playing a little fiddle? Like, <laughs> the Arson's just like, duh, 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 Oh, that's the We Shot music. Um, <laughs> that's where it came from is the Wii yeah, shop yeah it's 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 dimensional bleed somebody in nintendo heard that was like that's a good beat um, <laughs> so you uh you're put into separate cells uh you can see that some other people are in the cells next to you as well and overlooking the cells is a very bored looking guard sort of resting his head on his uh, on his palm uh next to a lever Everyone wakes up now inside your cells, which are dingy and basically only the the size of one of you. So you're all in separate cells. Do we have our clothes? No. Dope. You You can see in the other cells that don't include you guys, uh, there's a cell with a sign that says, don't open this door for any reason with a small crying girl inside of it. Um, (laughs) Just the sign or is there an actual small crying girl? There's a small crying girl inside the cell. Sorry. Okay. I thought it was like on the sign. The symbol (laughs) for this world for do not open is a small small crying crying girl. Oh, no, no, no. No, yeah. It says in English or in common rather, don't open the cell. And then there's a girl inside of it crying. And then you see another cell that has like somebody just wearing a hood um, sort of sitting on his own. I, I would like to say that what they wake up to is Glenn practicing mouth trumpet. So the idea that beatbox, you know, beatboxers, they can do like trumpet sounds in the mouth. So they wake up to. Oh, wow. Hold on. 
Oh, 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 what is that heavenly music? Oh, it's lured me back to consciousness. Oh, okay, uh, uh, dad buddy system, sound off. Where's my buddy? Daryl Wilson here. Uh, Wait, I think I'm your buddy. I mean, like, for, nah, you know. For, nah, Ron, you and me. I was pretty sure that Henry was my buddy because I remember I was so happy. I'm pretty sure Henry was my buddy. He uh, stopped me from going. He thanks Again, thanks, Henry, for uh, stopping me from committing quite a few sins back there. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. I'm just going to assume that I'm everyone's buddy from now on. Uh, so I'm glad you're all okay. Uh, hello? Hi. <laughs> hello? Is, is there anyone? Can we see each other? Yeah. And the guard's in the center of us? Imagine you're in a clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's at 12 on the second sort of level. How old would you say he is? The guard? Yeah. It's, I'd say he's exactly 43. Oh. Well, it's important how I address him. <laughs> Hello, good sir. <laughs> good sir. I thought you had a brilliant escape plan. <laughs> good sir, I put my hand after the bars. Daryl Wilson here. He's way too far away to actually shake your hand, but uh, he just like looks at you and then just sort of goes back to I think just. There's been a little bit of a misunderstanding. And while we try to figure this out, would you mind uh, giving us our. Uh, it's a little chilly in here. Um, maybe some of our clothes back. Uh, Lord said no. All right. Hey, so, what's your name, man? Um, <laughs> what's my name? Yeah. That's my favorite thing people do in improv where they repeat the question you ask them back <laughs> to, them, to give themselves more time to think of something clever to do. And then they look around for different words and things around them that they can turn into. Na- my name's Speaker. <laughs> Speaker Travis. Speaker Travis. Sure, you don't want to change that to Travis Speaker? No, I Speaker is a t- job title in the oh. cults. I'm a speaker for the Lord of Chaos, and my name is Travis. Where that? Where that? World building, bitch. I had a harmonica player back in Memphis named Speaker Travis. Actually, <laughs> uh, S- S- Speaker Travis, uh, could you explain to us? What the plan is? Are we, how long are we going to be here? Are we going to get like a lawyer? Do we get a phone call? So as you say that, you hear two sets of footsteps coming down the hall and Lark and Sparrow, no longer pretending to be the Lord of Chaos, uh, appear before you. I mean, walking, they don't like bamf in or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lark, Sparrow, it's me, your dad. Yeah, we know. We put you here. Why did you put me here? Because you seemed like you were going to tell us to not do things. You know, sometimes being a grown-up means, and being a you know a good kid means having to not do stuff that you want to do, like pretend to be a chaos demon or whatever's going on here. What is going on here? What are you two up to? Uh, well, uh, we're the Lord of Chaos, and we're pretty sure. Like, it seemed like initially we were pretending, but everybody keeps listening to us, so I think we just are the Lord of Chaos. Like, we're not actually like we we did it for for realsies, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they said that there is a big demon that looks like our, our doodler, our creation. And Sparrow goes, from our minds! <laughs> and they say if we could summon it, then like, that'll be cool. And, 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 and we think we could fight it. And we're going to fight it. And we're going to beat it. And that'll be great. Well, I don't, I'm just, I'm very frustrated by the situation. You know, I try to get on your guys' level and, you know, and l- let you be kids. But we, you can't just go around summoning chaos gods. You can't, I don't care what the doodler looks like in this Why world. Why not? Everything you've taught us is that we are the ultimate expression of childhood and perfection. And anything we wish to do, if we put our minds to, we can. Oh, man. So we're going to summon an Eldritch God and kill it. This is what happens when you don't have to lay down your foot every once in a while. Daryl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just, 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 let, just let me handle this. I know how to talk to these guys. Are they both collectively the Lord of Chaos? I think so. Maybe we should kill one. I don't like that idea, personally. Uh, uh, so Sparrow puts up his dukes. He's like, you are welcome to try. Boys, power, power. Boys, what's the first rule 
when deciding upon a course of action. As I've taught you boys many, many a time. Remind me! (laughs) It's to imagine how you would feel if that action was done to you. Yes. So what do you think the... Let's just talk through this, okay? I'm going to talk to you guys like adults because you're big boys. We were previously bigger, but then you showed (laughs) us your dick and now we're our normal size again. (laughs) What do you think the consequences of your actions might be? What do you think will happen if the doodler is unleashed? The doodler appears. We engage it in single combat. We destroy it. We are considered heroes for all time. Now, what do you do? Are you so sure that that's going to happen? What if the doodler is a lot stronger than you are? Do you know how strong the doodler is? The doodler uh, doesn't know Krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. So what if the doodler is stronger than you? What would happen then? Uh, our friends, our cult friends would help us kill him. What if he's stronger than all the cult people? Well, this seems arbitrary. Well, that's not arbitrary because you don't know anything about the doodler, do you? It's like that time when you wanted to jump off that really tall cliff when we were in Bermuda. And I said, you don't know what's underneath the water. Do you remember? I do. But I think we're taking different morals from that story. My moral was you should have let me do it. And your moral is that you're glad I didn't. No, because there were, (laughs) remember, remember the tour guide told us that there were rocks under the water. And sometimes when you take a big, crazy jump, even though it seems like fun, you could wind up hurting yourself. Yeah. I feel like Ron is like looking for something in the cell to maybe escape with. (laughs) Okay. Feel free guys to (laughs) roll perception. This could go on for a while. 18. Whoa. Oh. So you see that um, on your in your cell, uh, it's made of bricks, but one of the bricks is slightly discolored. Looks ugly. <laughs> I, I go and touch it. All right. <laughs> when you touch it, purple runes uh, appear on the wall like they fade into existence and they say, I'm hungry. Whoa. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to say the best moment of my life. <laughs> All right. Everybody's cell door opens. Daryl Wilson was like fidgeting with his door, and I'm assuming that Ron was kind of far away, so Daryl definitely thinks he opened all the doors. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I did it. I picked this lock. So okay, so but, every- but Lark and Sparrow are there. Yes, Lark and Sparrow are there, and they see all the doors open. They go, this is a bad thing, and they start to run. Well, to be clear, all doors, including the ones of the cloaked dude? And no. The- okay, oh, so okay. the cell doors that open are Glenn Close's, Daryl Wilson's, and Ron Stampler's. Henry Oaks does not open. <gasps> okay, why? Well, in, per, in purple, the runes appear on, on the wall of Henry Oaks' cell, and they say, this is your fault. Oh, Harsh. I chase after uh, Henry's boys and scream to Freddy, take that guard down, Glenn! He's above me, right? This, yeah, uh, he, this there's, 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 in the same direction that Lark and Sparrow are running, there's a straight shot to the elevator, and then to the left, you can see that's where you go up the stairs to get to that guard. All right. I'm going to go to the base of the stairs and be like, hey, uh... Well, we don't got a fight or anything. You want to just, we cool? Uh, roll persuasion. Nine plus five, 14. He goes, why? Uh, well, we outnumber you at the moment. You're also naked and have no things. Uh, I got a thing right here, baby. Oh, Ooh. man. No, all right, now, now we're fighting. Uh, <laughs> I guess we got to fight. I, I'll jog up the stairs. What happens okay. to... Uh, yes. So you roll uh, 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 athletics. Athletics. I get plus five. So that's 15 plus 5, 20. Okay. You successfully grab Lark and Sparrow. You're, you're, you're naked and holding yeah. these two kids. Yeah. And they go, help! 
<laughs> stranger! <laughs> I'm not a stranger. I'm Daryl Wilson, damn it. And you've been absolutely horrible. You're going to go talk to your dad. And I start, and I still, I'm holding them and I'm walking towards Henry. Okay. You hear the elevator begin to descend. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're fighting as much as they can. They're going to try to bite you. Uh, roll um, dexterity. Well, that's a nine. Okay. So uh, actually, I'm going to have roll for both of them. So Lark bites you on the hand mm-hmm. and you let go in, uh, involuntarily. And uh, Sparrow tries to do the same thing, but it doesn't work mm-hmm. quite as well. Uh, because I grind my teeth at night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Henry, I'm doing my best. I really don't want to kick your boys. It would it'd be helpful if you said something to them. I really don't want to punch them. I, I think Ron would go back and try to break the cell door open because one it hap- helped with the other ones. And then also I know what it feels like for it to be my fault. Okay, so you're trying to break open Henry's right. cell door? Yes. Ron, Ron, go, go get my other son. He's still running away. I'm here for you, Henry. <laughs> All right, why don't you roll uh, strength? It's a five. Uh, you pull, and nothing seems to happen. Okay, um, I am going to... Hold on one second. Oh, boy, here it comes, me. baby. As I watch uh, my two bratty boys scrambling around in a grown, naked-ass man's arms, and then one of them bites him and runs away, like, my eyes roll back on my head and glow green. And once again, my fingers tremble, and I plunge them into the ground, and I cast Entangle. Ooh, Okay. Grasping weeds and vines shoot out from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. I cast Entangle at his feet. Okay. And then uh, he has to make a um, strength-saving throw or be restrained by the Entangling plans until the spell ends. When does the spell end? Uh, a duration is up to one minute. Ooh, okay. Ooh. All right. Vines shoot out of the ground as uh, Lark begins to try to pull at Sparrow to get him out of Daryl's hands. And they wrap around him entirely. And he goes, ah, this is a good fight. I am excited. <laughs> and he's entangled. What, what's, uh, what is going on with the guard? So back up at the guard tower, I get up there and I look at his setup. I'm like, man, he has some comfy digs here. And I'm casting charm person. So oh. I attempt to charm a humanoid that I see within range. Must make a wisdom saving throw and does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. I think this is an advantage situation because yeah. I forgot about this. <laughs> uh, if this works, the charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. Okay. Ooh, he saves. Sorry. All right. I guess that didn't work. I'm just sitting here naked, dong hanging out and everything. <laughs> okay. He's going he's gonna to try to attack you. We're going to say he's a kobold, so he'll be pretty weak. Uh... So he hits you. Take 1d4 plus 2 piercing damage. Mm-hmm. That'd be 3. Okay. So as you guys are, are fighting, you hear the elevator go, and the doors open, and the guards that you saw take your loot into the other room appear. Oh, man. They basically see an entangled Lord of Chaos and a Lord of Chaos being held by a man with a dong wagging her in the wind, and uh, that's all they see right now. So they just see me holding. Right now, all they see is you because they, Freddy's in the stairwell. And they believe, they know the Lord of Chaos was these two kids? Yeah. Okay, so they were, they were fine with... So bluff checked, you're the dad of Chaos. And you've just been, you've, you, they've, angered, they've angered you, and you're, you're in charge of them. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I'll try that. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I am the dad of Chaos, and my two boys of Chaos have been causing quite a trouble. Now, hold on. As you say this, I think you have to gyrate your hips to kind of spin your dog around a little bit. 
<laughs> You're so close to two kids, though. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't no. know if we want to no. focus on the dong element But I puff my chest out and act as proud as possible. In fact, I even let go of Sparrow. 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 I let go of Sparrow. Sparrow would be Sparrow. your version of your yeah. son. Sparrow. Sparrow Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I let go of Sparrow. Yeah, I, I let him go also. Sparrow immediately starts trying to pull the vines off of a uh, lark. Um, please restrain my two boys so we can discuss this like a family, goddammit. So as you say that, Lark and Sparrow go, he's making things up. He's a crazy naked man. He's going to attack us. So you can roll your bluff, but you just roll it with disadvantage because they're contradicting you. Okay. Well, that's an 11. So that's going to be my best one, hopefully. Nope. My three was my <laughs> one. Uh, so the baddies aren't buying it and mm-hmm. they, uh, they rush you. There's four of them. Okay. And they're all going to attack you. Okay. You, I'll give you one reaction before they attack. Hostage kids. Hostage I'm kids. Trying to avoid hostage, hostage kids. kids. <laughs> this right. is not Henry saying this. This is Will yeah. saying this. Um, but I don't have any weapons other than my dong, so that's the problem. <laughs> you I got don't your have... bare hands. You got yeah. your bare barbarian. Yeah, you got, um, you got your meat sticks. All right, I grab. Um, <laughs> I grab the words. I, yeah, <laughs> I grab Sparrow and I hold his tiny little boy head in my two monster. Oh no! In my two monster. <laughs> Fucking the mountain and, and over go, in my towel. Yes, <laughs> and I go stop it. These boys are always playing games like this, and I swear to God, if you don't calm down, I will crush one of my sons. That's why I got two of them. <laughs> oh. So Sparrow goes, yeah! <laughs> um, okay, roll intimidation with advantage, because that's good. Okay. Seven. 19 plus one. Ooh, okay. The guards stop dead in their tracks. I go, okay. How are we going to play this? Uh, well, uh, first, <laughs> first things first. Uh, uh, my name's uh, Dad of Chaos, Daryl Wilson. Um, I would shake my hand, but I got my hands full, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, 55 seconds before the entangle loosens on Sparrow. All right. So first things Unlock, first, rather. if you could uh, help me out, and uh, these boys always uh, give uh, Uncle Henry a problem there. If you could uh, go ahead and let Uncle Henry out, he, uh, he can also help explain what's going on. Thanks, brother of chaos, Daryl. <laughs> so they, they call up to the guard that was fighting Freddy, and they say, uh, let out Henry, the granola one. That's what they. That's Do you have granola in this world? <laughs> no, that's just what your kids called you. Uh, yeah, let him out. So they pull. He turns away from Glenn. Pulls the lever. Who's nursing a stab wound? Like ah, dag. Yeah. Uh, pulls the lever and the door opens up to uh, Henry's um cell. I strut out with confidence. Hail and well met, fellow guards. I am, as we say in our world, the Gran Ola of. The chaos realm. Wow. I am uncle to these two childs and a powerful vizier to the court of chaos. As you say, Grand Ola, uh, Lark and Sparrow both have to take a, a D4 of psychic damage. <laughs> Can somebody roll 2D4? Oh, well, one of them takes four damage. Wow. You killed your son. Lark is like, ah, this is not how I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to die in battle. Valhalla. <laughs> and then the other one. Uh, four. Another four. <laughs> He's the chosen one. <laughs> I wanted to die fighting the dude. They're not my own father. Uh, so as that happens, also as he screams in agony, the vines uh, leave his body and he's just sort of like staring and looking around, like not quite sure what to do because you've got him at a disadvantage by having his brother. If we're going to talk about this, like uh, fathers that we are and uncles, uh, can we please get our clothes? No, they I'm not talking not. to you, young boys. I'm talking to these four fine gentlemen who are here to help us. Oh, uh, in exchange for what? You're going to let the kid go? In exchange that you don't see this anymore, and I start wiggling my dick. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids take another D4 of psychic damage. You're killing my boys! Uh, that's a three. Ow! <laughs> and a two. 
That was not quite as bad as it was, but it's still pretty bad. Words are more powerful than actions. <laughs> so uh, they go, uh, maybe. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Sir, half of chaos, uh, what, what should we do? And he looks at Lark in your hands, and Lark looks back at him with eyes that are like furious, but also pained. And Sparrow goes, do you trust me? And Lark oh, says, <laughs> till the end. <laughs> oh, and Sparrow goes, I will come back for you. Away! And he runs uh, with the guards. He goes, we are starting the ceremony now! And they, <laughs> ceremony? They run into the uh, the elevator, unless you want to try to stop them, obviously. Uh, I Can I chase after him? Yeah, go ahead okay. and chase. All right, I'll chase after my son running at the elevator. Okay, roll acrobatics. Athletics, Ac- athletics, athletics. Athletics. Oh, I have a negative one on this. I got a 16. Ooh, okay. All right, so you catch up to him and put a hand on him. And seeing this, uh, one of the guards is going to attack you. Oh, great. This will be... The- Actions have consequences, Will. Oh, this is going to be the kinku. <laughs> what? The kinku? Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, sorry, a kinku is a bipedal bird um, so that is man-sized. Oh, okay. Man, oh, okay. I love that. They're, <laughs> they're, they're very, very cute. They're my favorite. So he misses. Okay. But now you are basically just in straight-up combat. Everybody roll initiative. 21. Uh, six plus four, ten. Nineteen. Four. Now they are going to roll initiative as a group. Fifteen. So we are now at the beginning of combat, and Will, you rolled the best initiative roll, so you get another, uh, you get a turn. Okay. I am going to blast the uh, guy in front of me with poison spray. Okay. Shakow. Uh, so poison spray is he, uh, I put my hand in front of him and blast him with a noxious gas from my palm. He has, must take a constitution saving throw. All right. So are you targeting the, the kangaroo that just tried to attack you? Yes. Okay. So, da, da, da. He fails. So uh, what happens to him? 1d12 damage. Whoa! Whoa. All right, go ahead and roll it. Uh, he takes five damage. Okay. He is looking worse for wear. And, and I go, smell my stinky palm, you bird bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Lord goes, that's it, huh? That's the best you got? Uh, Ron Sampler. All right. Ron attempts to hide in the pants that he is still wearing by pulling them up (laughs) over his head. All right. I am willing to roll for stretchiness of pants. Just FYI. Uh, Okay. But trust me, they're pretty stretchy. Trust me, they have to be really stretchy, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Do they just happen to be the same? Like, they're a cobblestone print, so it just blends into the environment. Just happens to be wearing, like... Well, if I do it fast enough, it looks like I have disappeared into thin air, into short air. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Why don't you roll stretchiness? If you get a 15 or higher, then... 11. Okay. You're just going to have a regular roll for your stealth check then. If you got a 15 or higher, you would have an advantage because the pants were so very stretchy. <laughs> but you're going to roll stealth check. Okay. Nine plus four. Okay, so 13. So they're going to oppose with wisdom. Okay. So the guy up top with Freddy can see you. He can see over the top of the pants. Yeah, he can see over the top of the pants. He goes, mm, there's a guy in that pants. <laughs> um, but my name is Speaker. I don't remember my real Speaker name. Speaker Travis. Speaker right. Travis, and I can see through pants. <laughs> um, but the other guys on the ground floor cannot see you. You've successfully hidden within your pants. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So now what do you do? <laughs> I'm not going to take another action. <laughs> I'm just going to wait and see what everybody does. 
Um, Can we all roll to see if we know that? Yeah, roll perception. I want to know if I know that Ron hid. I'm completely bamboozled I, by I, this yeah, move. I, Eleven. Nope. You, nobody knows. As far as you can tell, Ron just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Ron Where's go? Where's Ron? Where'd Ron go? <laughs> Why are his pants there? <laughs> did Ron throw off his so pants? So do we and just run? see a we, pair of pants yeah. on the ground? You like, think they're just like leaning up against a wall or something? <laughs> <laughs> Ron's finally free. <laughs> <laughs> I at see. Least, at least we all have our dicks out. <laughs> Ron sees in his pockets that he does have the baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the idea that you have to explore your pants space like it's <laughs> like it's a TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the Kenku is going to he's going to try to attack Henry to get Lark free. Ooh, that's going to hit you. Uh, Ooh. So you take one d six plus three damage. Oh, shit is real Ooh. bad. You're gonna have to put some ointment on that. Oh, we got one. Uh, so one d six plus three. Yeah. So four. So damage. four damage, and you uh, in your pain recoil, and you let go of your son. So they're all they're all basically going to go as group, group. So it'll sound punishing, but it's basically they all go as one chunk. Okay. Lark is going to run for the elevator. Okay. He's going to spend all of his actions dashing to the elevator, and that's his turn. The lizard folk is going to run up to Daryl Wilson, and he is going to bite you okay now i i, I want to ask a few things because i'm holding sparrow i, I here's the thing you i don't use him as a human yeah, shield? i don't want to kill sparrow but i'm planning on maybe using him either as a shield or a club depending on what's <laughs> going to be happening so i just want to make sure because sometimes i don't want to just like roll a dice and then like sparrow's dead um i feel like you could use him as like an armor class bonus because yes. it's like the guy's gonna want to avoid hitting yes the kid. he will basically if you try to here's what we'll do yeah if you try to put sparrow up in front of you yeah that means he'll be attacking with disadvantage yeah but if he still does actually succeed in this attack role he'll just hit sparrow <laughs> okay I'm, I'm gonna suggest what i wanted to do because i don't know if this would work with initiative sure i feel like the moment i saw this happening i would have turned around and put him in a cell and said Grown men gotta do some talking. And then I close the door and I turn around ready to fight. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna happen yet. You okay. can do that on your turn because that's a lot of stuff. Okay. But no, I actually protect Sparrow. Okay, there we go. I turn away and just take the hit. Okay. So he'll attack you with advantage, but okay. there's no way that he'll hit your son. Or, okay. sorry, uh, Henry's son. Okay. <laughs> it feels like my son right now. All right. He's going to try to bite you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, roll 2d6. Oh. I'm, I'm a barbarian. I got a lot Bazinga. of HP. That's a two. And that's a three. So five. Plus two. So that's seven damage. Okay. Yowza. I mean, it definitely hurt. And then he's going to try to throw his javelin at Glenn, who is in the stairwell and within view of him. Ba -ba -ba. Take a, a D6 plus two damage. Glenn. One plus two, three. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And now the kobolds go. The one up with Glenn is like, what's what's going on? What are we doing, guys? Guys, what are we doing? And he loses his turn because he can't see what's going on down there. He's just so confused at the, man the, pants, the pants thing. He's like, I don't He doesn't even think that that's like a plan, so he doesn't feel like he needs to tell anybody about it. He's just like, well, that's it's like, was that guy cold? Yeah, what's like going on? Um, and then the other kobold uh, runs up and is going to try to hit Daryl. And he will miss. Oh, so he uh, swipes at you with his dagger and just right very close to your body, and you can feel the wind from it on your naked, sweaty flesh. Uh, now it is Glenn's turn. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to run up and push the cobalt through the window. Oh, cool. Uh, so I've been hit, stabbed. I'm going to assume my, my dad rock aura, right, the onstage persona, which is in this character 
uh, what shifting is. So normally they say more bestial appearance. That's a fair description of the aura that uh, Glenn Close uh, emanates. So this transformation is going to last for a minute. I gain plus three temp HP and additional benefits that depend on your shifter subrace. So everybody else, are they going to just see like, ooh, wow, he's got like more stage presence, or are you going to like visually change, or do you just have like more charisma and, and presence? I think it's one of those things where I definitely look like those abs suddenly become more defined, but okay. it's like it seems that way, even though it's not. It's, it's like of, when a pregnant lady glows, and I'm like, there's just something about. There's just you. something about. It. Okay, you yeah, turn yeah. from Glenn Close into Glenn Closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand it until I saw Jimmy Wong go on stage, and you look like a different person on stage. <laughs> even though it was just him. So you look you look exactly like Jimmy Wong. Yeah, like Jimmy yeah. Wong. You turned into Jimmy, Jimmy Wong. Like in canon, yeah. <laughs> the quads get a little more defined. The hair gets seems to be a little longer. All of a sudden, it's like, is there a wind machine? <laughs> like the hair just starts kind of blowing back. There's a mirror selfie. I'm so sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so my as I'm shifted, I'm a little bit faster, right? Just yeah. sort of an overall bonus. So I'm going to try and run up, dash up the stairs and push the cobalt through uh, the window, sort of that he's overlooking. Uh, while giving like an Iron Man, like yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's call that a, a normal attack. Okay, twelve. That hits him. You shove him through the window made of glass. <laughs> glass shatters everywhere, and he hits the fucking ground and takes a d twelve of damage. Talk about a stage dive. Holy right? shit! Everybody take holy shit one d four, but halved. One D four to my oh my god. That's a D eight, Beth. You're gonna die. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> one divided by half is still one, right? Yeah. One. Wait, no, one. I don't have to take one. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah no, you what don't. You, I don't. Doing? you said it. Four, okay. so I took so two. As that happens, Thank you. as you say that dad joke, and you see Lark and Sparrow recoil from it, you are like emboldened by the realization that like for all the things in this world that have changed, for all the, the situations that you found yourselves in. There is one constant, and that is that your dad jokes have power, and you are emboldened, and now you can feel that you will no longer take any damage from dad jokes. They are now part of who you are. They are your brand. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's what I lived for. (laughs) Okay. Does somebody roll a d12 for him, please? One. Ooh. Not great. He has like a little nimble roll, but he's in the thick of it over there, I assume. Yeah, he kind of The thing I want to see then, so I'm up in this uh, guard tower alone then, right? Yes. So what does this look like? I want to take a, I want to, I don't do I have time to do like a perception yeah, check as absolutely. to what, what, what the hell's going on in here? Whoa, bad one. Okay, so you're you're just very confused by everything that's up here. <laughs> I assume like what, a bunch of levers there's, and there's stuff. Like, yeah, and... there's like a lever, but you don't know. Do I does it go up? Should I go down? <laughs> what do I do with it? I don't know. There's a chair. Do I sit in the chair? Do I throw the chair? What happens <laughs> with the chair? I don't know. It's very confusing. So in my exuberance of energy, I kick the chair and punch the lever straight on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The lever snaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- oh, shit. And then the little girl in the cell beneath you is like, oh, fucking come on. <laughs> uh, okay. The other kobold will go now. It's going to run up. Whoa, God. So it does 1d4 to uh, Henry Oak. Ooh. Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, two. Okay. So he does two damage to you. And he goes, stay away from the Lord of Chaos. Nice. Thanks for the advice, Chief. Now it is uh, Daryl's turn. So Daryl Wilson, just to clarify, he is, I have held Sparrow. I protected him from getting hit by this lizard creature. Correct. Okay. Uh, You you have to let me know if I have enough time to do this. Um, So first, uh, from that hit, I evoke rage. So Sparrow feels you like holding tight and he's like, oh no. (laughs) And I walk him to the cell and as I close the door, I stare at him. I go, 
your father loves you and you should respect that. And I close the door and then I use interact with object and I pick up one of the many broken pieces of glass on the ground and hold it in my hand and I charge at the closest uh, whatever was, whatever fucking creature was closest to me. That is a lot. Fuck it, yeah. We'll see you can well, do I it. I get an extra action. Oh, you do get an extra action. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that, then, then that's perfect. How about you decide who you want to attack? So the, there's the kobold, okay. The lizard. Who's the one who hit me? The one who hit you is the uh, is the lizard. Okay, yeah, I go straight for the underside of his neck. Okay, attack him. Um, so what uh, what would that weapon be? I assume like a. We'll consider that a dagger. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I roll a twenty. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) A nat twenty with that dagger. It's D four plus two damage. Yeah. Yeah. So I roll two of them. Yeah. So that's a two and a three. So five Five plus plus two seven. seven. All right, now it is uh, Will's turn again. Previously on Henry's turn, uh, I was fighting the... I'm still sort of mano a mano with this... The Kanku, the bird boy. The Kanku. Uh, And then my son is off in the elevator now, right? Mm -hmm. He's inside the elevator. Okay. I'm going to... I'm just going to hit him with poison spray again. I feel like I'm I'm ready for this bird to die. (laughs) I say, I consider myself a friend of the birds, sir, and this gives me no (laughs) pleasure, but as you continue to assault me, I have no choice but to defend myself. All You're right. definitely part of the Audubon Society. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to let the Audubon boys hear about this one. <laughs> All right, he uh, opens his mouth in surprise, and it hits him full force of the mouth. So oh roll a D12. 11. Oh, no. Wow. The Kenku looks at you, and <laughs> wide mouth stares at you dead in the eyes as the poison begins to eat him from the inside <laughs> out, and you just watch him just sort of begin to melt from the inside, and a screech that will stay with you for the rest of your day should you live to be a 1,000 emanates from his horrible maw <laughs> and all the donations you ever gave to the Audubon Society echo in your ears <laughs> <laughs> as he dies in front of you. I shed a single traumatized tear. <laughs> all right, he is dead. Is that your turn? That's my, do I, I don't think I can do anything. Well, I guess I can move, right? You can move. All right, I'm going to move towards the fracas, whatever Daryl's up to. All right, you are now uh, uh, with Daryl, which means you are flanking the lizard man. So Daryl will get advantage on attacks. Another great band name, the flanking man. the lizard man. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. All right, Ron. So besides the lizard man, who else is hanging out here? There's a lizard man and a kobold that just fell to one damage. Did uh, like a cool roll. He did a cool, yeah, <laughs> kind of a fun, like he almost tried to Spider-Man land, but he like <laughs> fucked it up and like twisted his ankle a little bit. Okay, um, Ron will be impressed, but <laughs> will not hold back. Ron is going to sort of crab walk in the shorts <laughs> wait, they're shorts? I thought they were pants. <laughs> Isn't it like So it, wait, people just saw two legs, <laughs> two hairy legs from the fucking floating shorts. How did you hide? Well, but you can be crouched, right? So yeah, like they're really okay. baggy so you, shorts. So you were basically Ron was wearing fatty jinkos this entire time. <laughs> Cargo shorts to hold all of Just your like the, cell phones. Oh, oh, the you know hugest no, jinkos. Wait, 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 wait. They were pants, but I zipped them off, and now they're shorts. Okay. <laughs> they were zip off okay. shorts. You're, so you're like, this will help me hide if I remove most of the pants. Yes. And so I, I Ron crab walks. So it's just two pairs of feet coming out of a set of shorts. Ron crab walks over toward the fray, and then can I grab some glass? Yeah. Are you going to attack somebody? Because you'll get your sneak attack I'm damage. going to slit their Achilles tendons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, when you say there, who are you attacking? There's a lizard. There's uh, two kobolds. I'll take kobold one. <laughs> the one that fell? Yes. Okay. So why don't you attack him? Um, because you're so sneak attacking him, I believe that means you get advantage. You should specifically go for the ankle that he sprained. 
Oh, I'm going for both of them. Like, Ow, ooh, my ankle. So yeah, you have advantage, so roll twice and treat it like a dagger attack. Uh, six. Ten. Do you have uh, any bonuses? You, you must have a bonus. Uh, yeah, hit DC is plus five on dagger. Okay, so yeah, you hit him. Uh, so now roll a D4 and a D6 and then add two. One and then and roll a cube. Five. Ooh, and then plus two. You, you slice his Achilles tendon in just the right way that you hit a vein and oh, gr- uh. green blood just starts shooting out of it into the, into the air. What is, what is Ron's reaction to this? There's relief. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you now see like a, a like- pair of shorts just sort of showed up and then like, <laughs> and then like blood is shooting everywhere. And now you realize that, that Ron was hiding within his own shorts. I think they just hear my, my lack of laughter, my like bad, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now it's the lizard's turn to go. Uh, the lizard is going to try to hit Daryl as per usual. It misses with its first attack. Its second attack, it's going to try to throw a javelin at the pair of pants. <laughs> and it misses with this as well. And he goes, this is not my day. <laughs> All right, now the kobold's going to go, and it's going to try to attack Henry. And it will probably, it, well, it missed. Great. So now it is Glenn Close's turn. I, I heard the girl when I punched the lever and broke it. Yeah. And I kind of lean over through the sort of broken glass window. I'm like, hey, what's your deal, man? What are you here for? Murder. A lot of murder. I'm a shapeshifter. I can help you. I'm not really a girl. See? And then he like transforms into basically just a knight looking dude. He's like, this. I can look like this or I can look like this. And it turns into like a dog and like, I've murdered a lot of people, but clearly you guys are fine with that. So we should be homies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do I, well, how do I let you out? Well, I was going to say pull the lever, but you broke the lever. So I don't know. Uh. Come over here and like wedge my door open. Wait, if you're a shapeshifter, can't you just shape into a shift smaller than the... Yeah, yeah, here's what we'll do. You shape shift into a lever, I'll come down and get you, and then I can That's use you as a lever. Not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> I shape shift into something that's the same basic size as me. The mass has to all go somewhere. Well, so mass is a function of also you can have density, so you could be really heavy. <laughs> like from a physical sense, you know what I mean? Like really wide so but like thin. like an ant with a fucking yeah, weight of dark go matter. go really well, wide but thin. Yeah, 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 technically, yeah. Like, for example... Wait, wide but thin? Oh shit! Like a poster board, yeah, like really wide. Why, why I never thought about really that before. <laughs> <laughs> so you look down and you see, you see this little girl. You go, <laughs> and then basically she turns to like a length of bubble tape. <laughs> it's really wide, and then it like falls over and is like, shit! I can't move if I get that wide. I, wait, uh, okay, wait a second. I'm gonna put my arm through, and she puts her arm through. <laughs> The cell and it gets really long, but she can't move anymore. So I just need somebody to pull me out because <laughs> I can't move. I got, I got you. I'll, I'll, as my action for this turn, I'll, uh, I'll saunter down the stairs and pull this <laughs> so long. You, you saunter down the stairs past all these people fighting, <laughs> and then you pull Bubble Tape Girl out of her fucking cell. Okay, so she's out now, and she like reforms back into person. Like I cannot believe I didn't think of that before. <laughs> that hurt a lot. <laughs> It was right. heavy tape. It was heavy tape. It was right. very heavy. Oh, you know, it's extremely. Actually, yeah, roll a st- stank strength check. A stank check. A stank check. <laughs> 18. Okay, so you pull her. It Free takes stank. a lot of effort, uh, but you lift with your legs and you get her out. And it's, it's <laughs> like, it feels like you're like pulling like nothing, but it just feels so heavy. Physically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's uh, gl- uh, Daryl's turn. Um, I mean, I'm still holding this gentleman and I still have my bloody uh, piece of glass. So I'm just going to keep. 
Okay. Well, the, Going at his neck. I like the idea that the glass is in there. And like, I guess I'll just toggle it around in there until <laughs> I hit something. Kind of wiggle it a little bit. Saying they're just children, damn it. <laughs> That's a 15. All right, that plus, hits. Yeah, whatever. That's a four Ooh. plus two plus two for me. So that's eight. Oh, wow. He's extremely bloodied. Yeah, he's looking very bad. And then I go, hey, why don't you try to step away from me and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking. So I whisper to him. Uh, he's currently looking at a naked man who's just like, like with glass in his neck. And he's just very, very scared. He goes like, I, I may try to do that. Yeah, I may. <laughs> Seriously, I, I'm totally letting you go. Just take a step away. Okay. Roll uh, deception. Okay. <laughs> I get minus one. 17 minus one. All right. He's like. Yeah, buy that. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally, right. totally. So behind, over his shoulder, you can see uh, Sparrow press the button on the elevator, and he sort of reaches out through the grate of the elevator and goes, I will come back for you. <laughs> and he's talking to Lark and none of you. <laughs> and the elevator begins to go. You know, I got to say, even though I'm really mad at them for pretending to be a Lord of Chaos and wanting to summon like an Elder God, like I admire that those two boys are so loyal to each other. You know? I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, they have a better relationship than a lot of siblings. Yeah. They were putting on orgies and death festivals. But they did it together. <laughs> and the orgy wasn't for them. That was They didn't want to be involved with it. They wouldn't look okay, at it. Okay. That was that was already there. They put on the death festival. I mean, I guess that to be fair, Daryl Wilson did try to walk into it, so he can't really, put, touch, he can't really judge <laughs> anybody. You should also shove somebody into it. You shove, you shove me into well, it. He tried to, he touched me. He was, yeah. Okay. Um, it is uh, It is Henry's turn again. Is this, how does this elevator work? Is it like, could I like grab onto the bottom of it? Ooh, yeah. Okay, like like Sylvester <laughs> Stallone or like in, in Clear and Present Danger when Harrison Ford jumps on the helicopter. Copter skid. Yeah, go and try. All right. That's what I do. I run to it and then I jump to grab onto it. All right, roll acrobatics. Hot dice coming in. 13. Not quite enough. Oh, actually, I have inspiration. You do. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. 18. Oh, okay. (laughs) You run, you jump, and you successfully grab onto the bottom of the elevator. And you can see Sparrow lean over the side and look at you. Hey, Sparrow, you want to hang out with your old man? Ah! <laughs> uh, he takes a D, D4 of Sparrow. Daryl chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Henry! Nailed it! Uh, he recoils in absolute pain. And so, yeah, you get a bonus action to basically do whatever you want without him opposing you. So I is the door open? Can I climb up into it? Or is, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to climb up into the elevator. You do that. And he is he's lying on his back, like holding his ears in pain. Okay. Um, okay so that'll be your turn. Now it is Ron's turn. I mean, seems like everybody's doing okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the girl that materialized might be a good. I come out of my pants. <laughs> oh, God. One word away. <laughs> <laughs> what what would the one word be? Out to I, what? I come in my pants. Oh. But I come, I know, I, come I, out of come my pants. Out, come I come of my I, pants. Does I come my pants sound drastically less horrible to you? <laughs> I come of my pants. I yell to the girl, "Come my pants," and ask, <laughs> and ask if she will help me out of my pants. Why would I? <laughs> what? I've got these old man knees. I can't stand up straight. No, I can roll persuasion. I guess. <laughs> That is a one. <laughs> she just starts to walk away. I come out of my pants. <laughs> Anything um, else? Is that your turn? Um, there's still a lizard and a kobold left. Oh, there's the lizard still left, and yeah. he has the he has the glass in his in his neck. Yeah. I go over and I punch the glass. Whoa! <laughs> All right, make an unarm attack. Eight. You miss. You go. You go for it, and you kind of just like, and your punch just glances off of his shoulder. He's more confused than anything else. He's like, "Whoa, the guy just came out of his pants and then punched on my shoulder." 
Go swing, Ron. Go swing. You're right. good next time. So it's the lizard's turn. He, taking your advice, is going to run. He's like, thank you for your mercy. <laughs> you know, You're welcome. And then I do opportunity attack. All right, do it. I also punch the... I go, nice, nice idea, Ron. And I uh, miss, I'm assuming, with a five. Yeah, you miss completely. He's like, yeah, no, your mercy is great. Thank you so much. You're such a kind person. I try, as I miss, I try to, like, change my punch into, like, a wave to try to play it up. Like, yeah, goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I'll never forget your mercy. (laughs) I'll definitely show up later when you need it most. And then the remaining kobold, it's his turn, and he just kind of like gives up. He's like, I don't, I don't feel like I can really take on all, all of you. So I think we're good, right? We're good. We're good. I'm good. I'm going up an elevator right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's from, from, yeah, from 40 feet in the air. We're good. <laughs> okay. While all y'all naked people are down there doing whatever, Henry and his son are moving up the elevator. And Sparrow looks at you and goes, well, father, I wanted to spare you from this, but we're on the express up to the top. <laughs> So there were is, a local on an express. What, where, what does that mean? It means the ceremony will begin soon. What is the, what's up with the ceremony? Well, you know that the doodler will be summoned when the blood of the unsung hero is spilled, correct? Yes. Well, the thing about unsung heroes is you wouldn't know that they're heroic. So the uh, sheriff and I sort of concocted a plan that I don't think you'll love, that honestly I feel a little bit weird about, but it's worth it to fight my mortal enemy, the doodler. What, what, what? I created him, and I can unmake him. <laughs> what, why? Who, who is the unsung hero? We don't know. That's sort of the whole thing. And as he's saying this, the elevator rises to the top of this tower, uh, which is outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got like an. It's like you know. It's like a fucking video game end of tower thing. Um, <laughs> it's a standard boss fight. Tower. Standard boss fight tower. Uh, you you got some med packs going in, and you had all this time to reload your guns while you it's were. It's like going oh, there's a save point, like yeah. three med packs here. I wonder if they're preparing me. Oh for no, I hit F nine instead of F six. <laughs> um, and you see just a shitload of random ass people, like poor people, rich people, knights, criminals, and stuff like that, are just lined up in front of uh, a pool. That has Holy a bunch of spikes shit. at the bottom of, of the pool. And uh, the sheriff, Boreanaz, <laughs> yes. is, is, is sitting there waiting. He goes, ah, one half of you have arrived. Shall we begin, sir? And Sparrow's like, ah, no. And I look at Sparrow and I say, Sparrow, this is insane. You are rowdy boys, but this is, look at what's going on. Those are mothers and fathers and young kids out there. Those are innocent people. I have one question for you. Why do you want to fight the doodler so bad? Because in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the topmost pyramid, I've learned a great deal in in the schools that you've taken us to. I know. (laughs) We take you to very good schools. Self-actualization is the (laughs) pinnacle to which a human can achieve. And... Me and my brother have wished for so long to achieve our pinnacle and self-actualize as the strongest boys in the world. You are already the strongest boys in the world. You have such a bond between you that makes you capable of such amazing things. You convince an entire town of people to worship you. In, in <laughs> genocide. You're about to commit genocide. There is no need for you to prove your strength. And the higher strength than the strength of exerting your will on the world through violence is the strength of love, is the strength of compassion and mercy. Those are the values that you must truly attain because it's those values that make you vulnerable. The, the price of love is fear, fear that you might get hurt, fear that other you know you have to trust in other people. That is true strength just violence just killing people that's not strength 
Roll persuasion with advantage. Ron heard all of this from down the elevator shaft and is crying. Yeah, <laughs> all right, that's a 13. I'll roll again. Take uh, the higher. Uh, 14. Uh, and at the end of it, I turn into a wolf. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, what? As I'm speaking these truths about the universe, a majestic what? light bathes over my body, and I transform into a majestic alpha wolf, and I make piercing eye contact with my son. I like that your speech about how violence doesn't matter ends with just in case, though. I'm a wolf now. It's just but a beautiful wolf. Do you know what I mean? Like a hot wolf. A hot wolf. <laughs> do, do we all hear it, Bolo? I think we do. Yeah, let's just say it echos down okay, through because the elevator I, yeah, shaft. I, Daryl looks at, uh, who's the other kid? Uh, Lark. And oh. I throw my head back, and I go, oh! <laughs> Listen to your dad, son. He speaks good words. Well, Lark, Lark is like, I was almost convinced. I was very close to being convinced, but I'm not that convinced. And Sparrow is like, I was very close to being convinced. And then you turned into a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm fully convinced. <laughs> so Sparrow looks at you and he goes, you are right. The greatest strength is not in violence. It's in loving people and also being a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be my new thing that I'm psyched about. <laughs> And that's the moment my son became a furry. <laughs> Yikes. So uh, Sparrow opens his arms and goes in for a hug from his wolf dad. Okay, wolf dad nuzzles his son affectionately. <laughs> Sparrow's like, weird, fucking weird. Oh, Jesus. Sparrow's like, I'm trying to not think about the fact that you're also technically still naked. <laughs> but now I'm a naked wolf, and wolves yeah, are normally it's naked. Le- yeah, it's less weird. This is good. This yeah, could is you good. imagine if you had pants on? It'd be weird. Be a wolf with pants. If I was a wolf with pants on, would I have the pants on uh, all four legs or just on the back two legs? This is something you would so see in Beverly Hills, like a wolf with pants. <laughs> so Boreanis and his retinue of guards see this nice little hugging moment between uh, father and son and Boreana says am I to understand that you no longer wish to summon the doodler Sparrow and Sparrow goes no I found a new calling I wish to be a love wolf and (laughs) (laughs) Boreanaz is like no that won't do that won't do at all but it sounds as if by saving you from the fate of becoming an evil god that your father, in many respects, is an unsung hero. <gasps> Get him. And a huge group of uh, soldiers just charges at your naked wolf form. And I do like one of those cute, like, <laughs> <laughs> and the like record scratch. Like a little dog head tilt. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> More like an unhowled hero. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Freddie can cut that out. <laughs> now that you've said that, though. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our daddy master, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Theme song by Maxton Waller. Get the hottest minivan owners tips and join the episode discussion on our Facebook group at bit.ly slash Dungeon Dads. And you can follow us on Twitter at Dungeons and Dads, where this week you can see some brand new banner art by Shauna Sekochi. Uh, you can find her work at artofoceanfruit.com and on Twitter at Oceanfruit. Finally, thanks to everybody 
everybody who has been sharing episodes, leaving iTunes reviews, kidnapping their friends, and secretly playing episodes for them over the Bluetooth in their cars, even though they don't like podcasts, which is a particularly uh, effective technique. Uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, please let a friend know. Leave us a review on iTunes, or even just drop us a line on our Twitter or our Facebook. Anything is always appreciated. Next episode's coming at you March 26th, so we will see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines You know they never brought you down Never brought you down I had a psychopath friend who once took the entire, like, the puck of bubble tape out and ate it like uh, taking a bite out of the side of a hockey puck. Like, Did he at least not swallow it? No, no, he chewed it. He's like, this okay. is how I bubble tape. Well, that's, like, obs- that's obscene. Yeah. At least he didn't swallow it, but that's still obscene. That is a crime. Yeah, he's in prison Listen. now. <laughs> <laughs> not only have I done it, I was swallowed. Why? <laughs> I just you're I a monster. I, Wall gum. Listen, I There's was at camp in Missouri, and that's you what you do. I swallowed gum like oh. now. <laughs> what are you guys talking <laughs> about? That's bad. That's like rubber There's in your one tummy. Job. You have one job with gum, and it's don't swallow it.